Bibles, let's turn to Psalms 128. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Psalms 128. Verses 1 through 6. Blessed is everyone that feareth the Lord, that walketh in his ways. For thou shalt eat the labor of thine hands. Happy shalt thou be, and it shall be well with thee. Thy wife shall be as a fruitful vine by the sides of thine house, and thy children like olive plants around about thy table. Behold, that thus shall the man be blessed that feareth the Lord. The Lord shall bless thee out of Zion. Thou shalt see the good of Jerusalem. All, somebody say all, all the days of thy life, yea, thou shalt see thy children's children and peace upon Israel. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Well, we've been challenged this past Sunday to do something a little bit different. So we're going to do something a little bit different tonight. We're going to quit talking about marriage and divorce. And we're going to talk about marriage tonight. Is that okay? Hallelujah. We're going to do something just a little bit different. Praise God. I think we have, amen, at least shown scripture that would support that God does allow marriage. God does allow divorce. God does allow remarriage. But I want to talk about marriage tonight. No longer Amen, marriage and divorce. I want to talk about marriage tonight. Praise God. God bless you. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Psalms 128, amen, is referring to a good marriage. Somebody say a good marriage tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. When I read these scriptures and these other scriptures that, you know, that could be used tonight, and hallelujah, you know, and, and I may reach out into some of those verses of scripture tonight, but you know, I wanted to start with these verses of Scripture tonight because they summarize, Psalms 128 summarizes the benefits of being in a good marriage relationship. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, uh, like I said, it's a summary of us being in good marriage relationships. Praise God. Hallelujah. This chapter starts out by talking to the man or about the man. We don't understand that until it gets down to verse 3 when it addresses the woman. Amen. But verse 1 and 2, amen, is actually talking to the man. Hallelujah. In the marriage relationship. Praise God. Amen. And then it moves on and it includes the wife. Amen. And then the next verse of Scripture, it, it includes the children. And then it reaches as far in verse 6 as unto grandchildren. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, uh, you know, uh, praise God. Now, is it only talking about a good marriage? Praise God. It's talking about future marriages, praise God, hallelujah, and how that, amen, we need to, uh, hallelujah, brace ourselves and prepare ourselves, hallelujah, for future marriages, praise God, in our families, hallelujah, amen. Having the blessings of God on anything that we do, having the blessings of God on anything that we do should be paramount, amen, uh, to all of us here tonight, hallelujah. So, amen, our ultimate goal in life in anything that we do, whether it's Amen, a job, whether it's building a home, whether it's, uh, you know, whatever, hallelujah, whether it's being in a marriage relationship, amen, paramount, amen, in our lives should be having the blessings of God, amen, on whatever it is our hands touch, because the Bible says, amen, if we fear the Lord the way that we're supposed to, anything that our hands touch, He will bless, praise God, 
Hallelujah. A surefire way to get these blessings, praise God, according to these verses of Scripture. Amen. Tonight is number one, fear the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. A surefire way to get all of these blessings that this chapter talks about, amen, is for us to have, amen, a fear of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And to walk in His ways, the Bible says in verse 1 there. Hallelujah. Blessed is everyone that feareth the Lord. Amen. That walketh in his ways. Praise God. So we know that, uh, amen, if we don't have that fear of God tonight, if we don't walk according to his plan and will, amen, then things are not going to work out well for us. Hallelujah. But if we do, amen, then God will bless us in whatever it is that we do. You know, amen. Hallelujah. So your labor will be prosperous. I'm just going to paraphrase what the scriptures are talking about here tonight. Amen. It tells us here that our labor will be prosperous. Hallelujah. Amen. That we will find happiness in life. Hallelujah. Amen. And then it says that things will be well with us. Hallelujah. If we fear the Lord and we walk in his ways tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 3. Hallelujah. It's just a strange way to say Amen. It says it in different words that I would say it. Hallelujah. Talking about the wife being a fruitful vine on the sides in your house and your children be the olive plants around about the table. Hallelujah. That's just a biblical way, amen, of saying, hallelujah, that uh, your wife is going to be blessed of God. Hallelujah. That your children are going to be blessed of God. Hallelujah. They're going to be prosperous. Not only will the man Amen. Be prosperous. Hallelujah. Amen. But whatever his wife touches, amen, she will be prosperous. Whatever the children do, they will be prosperous. Hallelujah. Amen. So it's just a little odd way of saying it. Amen. The Word of God. But I believe that's exactly what it's talking about. Hallelujah. Verse 5 tells us you're going to find help and blessings. Hallelujah. You're going to find help and blessings in the house of the Lord. Praise God. Zion, in the Word of God, always, or not always, but it represents on many occasions, Zion represents the house of the Lord. The Lord shall bless thee out of Zion. Hallelujah. And thou shalt see the good of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Hallelujah. So God is promising us, amen, hallelujah, good, healthy Marriage relationships, if we fear the Lord, if we walk in his ways, hallelujah. If every member of the family does their part, everybody works together and does their part, amen, then not only will the husband be blessed, but the wife and the children and everybody, amen, will be blessed. And we'll receive, amen, hallelujah, blessings out of the house of Zion or the house of the Lord, amen. Then it tells us you will understand the good. In dwelling where the name of the Lord is established all the days of your life. Hallelujah. And thou shalt see. The word see means understand. The good of Jerusalem all the days of thy life. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you today, if you've got a revelation, amen, of the goodness of the house of God. Amen. The goodness, amen, of what you get out of the house of God. You're going to be blessed. Amen. For that alone. Hallelujah. You will understand the good. Jerusalem, amen, was a city that God intended to bear his name. Hallelujah. Now, thank God this past year we got to visit Jerusalem for the first time. I don't know if it's going to be the only time, but thank God we got to visit Jerusalem one time in our life. But had I never been able to visit Jerusalem in my entire life, hallelujah, amen, I'm glad to be able to understand, amen, that God put his name in the church today, hallelujah. We are called by his name today, 
Amen. When we take on that name in water baptism, hallelujah. When we take on that nature of Christ and live, amen, the way that he wants us to live, hallelujah. Not only do we bear that name, we preach that name, we proclaim that name, amen, hallelujah. And if we do that, we'll be established all the days of our lives, hallelujah. Then verse 6, yea, thou shalt see thy children's children and peace upon Israel, hallelujah. It promises, that verse of Scripture is promising us long life. Amen. There's a lot of, there's a lot of adults, amen, that, that never get to see their children's children. Praise God. Hallelujah. But if you're blessed with long life, amen, you got children of your own, there's a very good chance that you'll get to see your children's children. Amen. And then if you are blessed with a very long life, amen, then maybe you'll get to see Amen. Your children's children's children. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, that's that's what I'm shooting for. How about you? Amen. I don't want to just see my children and my children's children. I want to see my children's children's children. Praise God. But the Word of God promises us long life in Psalms chapter 128. Now, I know what you're thinking tonight. Amen. I know what you're thinking. The same, you know, I, I guess the Lord just brought it, amen, to my thoughts as I was reading this and thinking about this chapter, hallelujah, I guess the Lord just let me see how some of you might think, amen, in the, in the, in the wording, in the, in, the, in the description that is laid out in Psalms 128, praise God, hallelujah. You, you may say here tonight, uh, Brother Morel, that sounds like a perfect marriage, and my marriage is not perfect, hallelujah. Well, I doubt that any of us could say tonight, that we've got a perfect marriage. I'm not a perfect husband. Amen. I, I'm not going to say anything about my wife other than she's a perfect wife. <laughs> got to get on the good side. I'm not the perfect husband. Hallelujah. Uh, tonight. So, you know, uh, and, and if this Psalms 128 sounds like the perfect marriage, you know, the, the utopian uh, marriage relationship to be in, praise God, then... Uh, and you're, you're sitting here tonight and you're feeling like, well, my marriage ain't there yet. <laughs> I'm not there yet, praise God. Let me say something about these scriptures tonight. These scriptures are not written to discourage us. If your marriage is not perfect and you're not there yet, these scriptures are not thrown in the scripture to embarrass you. These scriptures are not thrown in, in the, into the word of God saying, hey, here's a perfect marriage right here. You know, uh, don't you wish you had one? Hallelujah. That's not the purpose of these scriptures. These scriptures are not written to discourage us, embarrass us, amen, or to frustrate us. A lot of us get frustrated with scriptures, hallelujah, that it seems like, amen, we will never be able to obtain or we will never be able to live, amen, exactly that way. And we get frustrated, and aggravated because, amen, of the, of the way some scriptures are laid out. Praise God. But, amen, again, these scriptures are not here to discourage, embarrass us, or frustrate us. But they are there to give us higher goals to reach for. Hallelujah. If we read these scriptures say, you know, my marriage is not there yet. Hallelujah. Then just don't throw in the towel. And just don't quit. Amen. Hallelujah. This scripture, these scriptures are put in there, amen, to give us higher goals to reach for. Amen. It is written to challenge us to live better lives. 
It is written, amen, to challenge us to live better and love better. Amen. Especially, hallelujah, amen, if it will benefit our marriages. Hallelujah. Praise God. We might as well just stop and understand and realize tonight, amen, there's a lot of us here tonight that may have to do a little more work to get there. Huh? All right. I'm preaching to the wrong crowd. Huh? Some of us may have to do a little more work. Nod your head, just make some kind of grunt or something. Some of us may have to do a little more work. I know my wife's looking at me right now and saying, yeah, he preached to himself. I know. <laughs> I got to work harder. I really do in being, amen, the husband that she needs. And Praise God. But this is setting a goal for us to reach farther, reach higher. Hallelujah. Amen. It's written to challenge us to live better, to love better, especially if it will benefit your marriage relationship. Praise God. We need to lay hold to these promises in Psalms 128. We need to lay hold on these promises tonight in this service. Lay hold on these promises. Amen. And we need to make up our minds. Hallelujah. Amen. To fear the Lord the way that we should fear the Lord. Amen. To obey the Lord. Amen. The way that we need to obey the Lord. Hallelujah. And to walk in His ways the way that we know to walk in His ways. Hallelujah. Amen. God don't expect something out of you that you don't have knowledge of, you don't have understanding of. Amen. But if you do have the knowledge and understanding of how you need to walk in God, amen, then you need to make up your mind tonight, i got to start walking in God's ways the way that I know to. Hallelujah, because when you make up your mind to do it, you are meeting that challenge. Hallelujah, that challenge is, amen, being met. Hallelujah, you're making up your mind. You're determining in your heart. Hallelujah, I'm going to work on my marriage. I'm going to work on my relationship. I'm making up my mind. I'm going to do what God wants me to do. Hallelujah, why? Amen, because you want to be blessed of God. You want your wife to be blessed of God. You want your children to be blessed of God. You want your grandchildren to be blessed of God. You want your family blessed of God. Hallelujah. None of us would be in the sanctuary tonight if it wasn't for the blessings of God. Amen. But I'm telling you, hallelujah, we are not. Amen. I, I doubt if anybody in here is enjoying all of the blessings of God. We're blessed. Amen. And I enjoy the blessings of God. Hallelujah. But I'd be a fool to get up here and tell you I'm enjoying all of the blessings of God. I can't say that. So I've got to work on me. Amen. you got to work on you. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to make up our mind tonight. Amen. I, I, or we need to work on our marriages. Praise God. Hallelujah. If we would just be mature enough, amen, to go to work on our marriages, praise God, and work on it hard and work on it every day. And hallelujah. And have a determination, praise God, to have a better home, a better marriage, better relationship. Praise God. Hallelujah. Then God will come on, come to our rescue. He will come and help us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, I don't think we're going to be up here too long tonight. Praise God. But Brother Knight came here Sunday, and he basically told us that sometimes you have to break out of your routine. Hallelujah. You have to break out of your, you know, norm. Break out of your routine. Praise God. Hallelujah. That status quo that we like to settle into sometimes. Hallelujah. Well, let me say this tonight. Praise God. In borrowing from him, amen, what he told us Sunday, that, that don't just work for churches. 
Hallelujah. That works for marriages as well as churches. Hallelujah. If all we ever invest into our marriages is what we're investing tonight, then I, uh, how can we expect it to get better? Amen. If all we're willing to contribute is what we are contributing today, amen, doing it the same way, doing everything the same way, hallelujah, then how can we expect our marriage relationship, amen, to get any better? Praise God. Hallelujah. When you get stuck in a rut, amen, you got to dig yourselves out, right? Hallelujah. Whether it's church, like Brother Knight came and helped us with Sunday, praise God. Sometimes we get stuck in a rut. we got to get in here and dig ourselves out. Hallelujah. If your marriage gets stuck in a, gets stuck in a rut, amen, you got to go to work and dig yourself out. Praise God of that rut that you're in. Hallelujah. I thought all week, amen, Lord, and uh, I don't even know if I need to share this. I thought all week, Lord, what can I do different on Wednesday night? Because Brother Knight came preach, so we need to do things different. I thought about it, thought about it, thought about it. And uh, and I thought about coming in here and reading James chapter 5 and verse 16. Somebody find that for me right quick. I didn't have time to get on my scriptures back there. Maybe they can flash it up there right quick. James chapter 5 and verse 16. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to know where my mind was at. Praise God, as I was thinking about coming in here on Wednesday night, doing something just totally different. Praise God. Somebody read it to me. James 5 and 16. Oh, okay. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Hallelujah. Amen. So the scripture tells us that verse scripture, we need to confess our faults one to another. Amen. Our faults are can can, can be actual sins. So he's telling us confess your faults one to another. Confess your sins. Amen, one to another, hallelujah, amen. And you know what I thought about? I thought I'd come here tonight, just not getting up here preaching, saying, all right, folks, on Wednesday night, I'm going to give every one of you an opportunity to confess your sins to one another. <laughs> just get up and do it. No, not really, I'm just saying you know, I do know, I, do, I have heard of a few pastors that took that scripture that way. And they demanded and commanded their congregations to get up and confess their sins and faults, amen, to the whole congregation. And, and neither one, I know, I know that to have happened at least three or four times that I've been told about. And in neither one of those times did that turn out well for the church. Hallelujah. And that's not really what I think it's talking about there, praise God. But nevertheless, amen, I, I thought about coming in here and pulling a, a swift one on you and saying, hey, we got to do something different. We got to confess our sins to one another. Just see what kind of reaction I got. I felt like I'd probably get about the same uh, reaction if I really did that than I'm getting right now. Ain't nobody standing up ready to confess. Hallelujah. But we're not going to do that, praise God. That would have been different though, wouldn't it? That would have been out there. That would have been kind of out of the norm a little bit. Praise God. Hallelujah. I don't believe that's what that scripture is talking about. And the few that did, that tried it, didn't turn out well for them. So I just wanted to see, amen, the expression on your faces tonight if I asked you to do that. And I got my answer. You don't want to do that. <laughs> amen. So if your marriage needs some work, amen, you wanna, might want to try something different but not something dangerous. 
If your marriage needs to work, you might want to try something different, but not something dangerous. Hallelujah. Amen. I like the promises of uh, Psalms 128. Amen. So I need to work toward obtaining those promises. God don't put things in front of us that is unreachable. Amen. God don't, you know, he don't put the carrot in front of the wagon or in front of the donkeys of the wagon, praise God, to torment them forever. Amen. At some point in life, he's going to let the donkeys have the carrot, right? Hallelujah. Well, if we start pursuing the things of God with a pure heart, a pure mind, a pure intent, amen, to have better marriages, hallelujah, amen, around here, then those promises will begin to become, become in reach, amen, and God will let us start enjoying those things, hallelujah, amen. So I like those promises tonight, and uh, I hope that you like those promises, and I hope that you'll make it a goal in your life, hallelujah, that you will set those promises, uh, amen, as uh, an intention, Praise God that you're going to reach out and uh, try to obtain that kind of relationship, that kind of human relationship. Praise God. We've got to have a special relationship with God, but we've got to have special relationships with humans in our life. Praise God, especially our spouses tonight. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 21. Hallelujah. Going to a New Testament verse of Scripture. Hallelujah. Ephesians 5 and verse 21 says, Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. There's that word, fear of God. Us submitting ourselves to one another in the fear of God. Now, I'm not going to say a lot about that verse of Scripture right now. I'm going to come back to it in just a little bit. But I am going to go ahead and say this. Submission is the key to a healthy marriage. Amen. Submission is the key to a healthy marriage. Hallelujah. Verses, uh, you know, 22 through 29, amen, is what we focus all of our attention on. Praise God. Verse 22 through 24, the Bible talks to the women. Amen. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands, not somebody else's husband. Hallelujah. Submit yourselves to your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, and is Christ, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Amen. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Hallelujah. So, amen. Uh, for, a, for us to have that kind of relationships that Psalm 128 tells us about, amen. Submission, amen, has got to be a part of our marriage relationship. Praise God. So, hey, you know, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this night because you've read it, you've studied it, you looked at it over and over. But, amen, in the marriage relationship, wives Amen. Must be submissive to their own husbands. Praise God. Hallelujah. The word submissive deals, amen, with having a heart that wants to be obedient. Amen. And a heart that is humble and meek. Praise God. Hallelujah. So women, don't women that have a humble spirit, amen, that have a meekness about them. Praise God. And a heartbeat. Amen, of being obedient to God. They really don't have a lot of problems, amen, with being submissive to their husbands because that's what the Word of God requires of them. Amen, if the heart is meek and they're, uh, you know, and, and they're humble and, amen, they really don't have a lot of trouble with being submissive to their husband. Praise God. Amen. The act of submitting something to another for consideration and help with a decision. Did you hear? The act of submitting. Amen, is when you submit something to another for consideration 
and help with a decision. Praise God. So, amen. Wives, amen, when you need help with making decisions and the family needs help making decisions, praise God. Amen. The wives should go to their husbands. Amen. They should have that conversation with their husbands and they should consider, amen, what the husband has to say in that decision. Praise God. Amen. When major decisions need to be made, amen, it's simply the best way. Include your husband in your decisions. Best way. Amen. Don't make any major decisions without including your husband. Praise God. And then if you include your husband and if opinions differ, even after prayer and discussion of the matter, if there is still division on what to do, Praise God. After prayer, after discussion between a husband and wife, amen, then it becomes the wife's duty to submit to, amen. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say it. it's her duty to submit to her husband's decision-making process. Praise God. Hallelujah. We'll come back to that in just a minute. Verse 25 and verse 29, amen. Men are, are to be submissive to Christ. So wives submitted to husbands, husbands submitted to the Lord. Submitted to Christ here. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, how do we do that? How do us men, you know, our wives can see, your wife, your wife can see you. They can physically see you. They see you with their eyes. They hear your voice, you know. Uh, and, you know, they can hear your conversations. <laughs> they can hear the discussions that you make, your thoughts, your ideas. Amen, the way that you're leaning on a decision that needs to be made, they can hear all that, praise God, because they can hear your voice. But men are to be submissive unto Christ, the head of the church, hallelujah. Amen, and, 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 and we can't see him. Amen, and he may talk to you, amen, uh, on a regular basis in an audible voice, but he don't talk to me on a regular basis in an audible voice. I have to pray. I have to seek God. Amen. I have to listen to that still, small voice. Amen. That God most of the time talks to me in. Hallelujah. But how do we submit, amen, to a God that we cannot see and a God that a lot of times that we cannot hear? Hallelujah. Amen. I tell you how you submit to Christ by loving your wife even as Christ loves the church. It's not a great mystery here. Amen. It's not something we can't understand. Men submit Submitting themselves to Christ, amen, they do that by loving their wives even as Christ loved the church. How much did Christ love the church? Well, he sacrificed his whole life for the church. Amen. He gave it all. He gave the ultimate sacrifice for his bride. Hallelujah. So men, amen, it's going to be up to us, amen, to sacrifice for our wives and our children and our families. Hallelujah. That's how, amen, we submit to Christ, amen, is by looking to the needs of our wives and our, our family and doing our best to meet their needs. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, I know a lot of men think that marriage is all about them. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, the whole marriage relationship. Amen, revolves around them. I hope there's none here like that tonight. Amen, because I want to tell you something. It should be all about her. Hallelujah. Amen, that marriage relationship shouldn't be all about you. Amen, in your mind, it should be all about her. Hallelujah. Who does Christ have his mind on? 
amen, every day. Who, amen, who consumes, amen, the, the, the mind of God? Who consumes the mind of Christ? Hallelujah. Who does he spend his time thinking about, amen, and working for, amen, and providing for? Hallelujah. Amen. He don't spend a lot of time thinking about himself. Amen. He spends a lot of time thinking about his bride, his wife, providing for her, protecting her. Amen. Giving her what she needs. Hallelujah. So men, amen, your marriage relationship is not all about you. It should be all about her, protecting her, providing for her, paying attention to her. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus is constantly meeting the needs of the church. Amen. Providing for us, protecting us. We are the bride of Christ. Amen. And I appreciate the fact he has protected me and let me live as long as I have lived. Amen. And he has taken care of my needs. Men who are submitting to God, men who are submitted to God, can lead their wives and their children, amen, to being a part of that glorious church. Amen. That the Bible tells us here. Hallelujah. Amen. Christ loved the church, sacrificed himself for the church. Amen. That he might present it to himself a glorious church, having not a spot, wrinkle, or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. Hallelujah. Amen. Christ, amen, is constantly meeting our needs. Hallelujah. Amen. And men who are submitted to God can lead their wives and children to be a part of that glorious church and cause themselves, amen, to be a part of a glorious marriage relationship with their wives. Hallelujah. So, men, we do have some responsibility here tonight. Hallelujah. We are the heads of our families. Christ is our head tonight. Hallelujah. And we've got to, amen, fear the Lord. We've got to walk in His ways. Amen. We've got to work on our earthly relationships and do the best that we can to make them all better. Not just our marriage relationship, but our friendships and, uh, you know, family relationships and everything else. Hallelujah. Okay. Amen. Wives submitting to husbands, your, wife, your marriage won't work, amen, very well until the wife submits to the husband. Husbands submitting to Christ, your marriage won't work real well until the husband learns to submit to Christ. Hallelujah. But there's one verse of Scripture here that, hallelujah, that I want to say a little bit about. I don't want to get on anybody's bad side tonight. Hallelujah. And uh, uh, I stand a chance to do that. <laughs> we hear a lot about wives submitting to their husbands, husbands submitting to God, Christ. We hear, we've heard that over and over and over through the years. But there's one verse of Scripture in all of this that I've never heard. I've never heard anybody deal with. Hallelujah, and that's verse 21. Submitting yourselves to one another in the fear of God. Submitting yourselves to one another in the fear of God. So, I guess me and folk, I need to talk to you just a minute in this. Hallelujah. That, that verse of Scripture that deals with marriage starts out with, amen, us husbands and wives submitting to each other. So, uh, I want to say something here. Don't know how to say it. Go just make a stab at it. Listen, men. Hallelujah. If in all of those many discussions that you have to have with your wife on decisions, family decisions, and, uh, and you know, and decisions about kids and finances and, uh, you know, all the things we have to talk about as husbands and wives. Praise God. If you're a wife, is right. 
about whatever it is you are discussing. I see a few. Huh? If she said she's right, yeah, she's right. Always right. Now, women folk ain't always right. I won't give them that, but I can tell you this. I've been married to my wife for going on 45 years now. And, uh, or it has been 45 years, hasn't it? I don't know. Me and her, neither one can remember. She can't remember, and I can't remember, so we're on the same boat, I think. How old are you going to be, April? <laughs> I don't know if April tell me how old she's going to be. Amen. Anyway, amen. If, amen, me and my wife has been in a lot of discussions, right? I wanted to do one thing. She wanted to do another thing. You know, we discussing the options of, hallelujah, of how to do things, you know. Amen. If in that discussion with your wife, hallelujah, amen, whatever it is you are discussing, it becomes obvious to you, amen, that your wife is right. Hallelujah. Let's, us men folk, amen, as men folk, let's don't be so stubborn and so hard-headed, amen, that we got to have it our way that we can't uh, even allow them, amen, one victory. <laughs> amen. No, I'm not doing it your way, you know. I'm not going to do it that way. I'm, I'm going to do it my way. You know, a lot of us men, folks, we get in that, man, it's my way or the highway. You know, it's the way I want it. But if in that discussion, amen, it becomes obvious to you that your wife, amen, may have better ideas than you do or a better thought than you do. Amen. It ain't wrong. It ain't bad. It ain't ungodly. Amen, for us to listen to our wives that we've been married to forever. Hallelujah, because in the course of time, in the course of living together, amen, hallelujah, we, we, we've learned a lot together, and amen, and I, I have to give my wife credit. There's a lot of times she has better ideas than I do. And I'm telling you, I don't feel bad at all, amen, amen, in submitting to her idea, submitting one to another. Hallelujah, and I, I've never heard anybody talk about that. Praise God, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. So, amen, men, hallelujah, we have to submit to God. But what happens if God whispers in your ear and says, hey, 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 bud, and he wakes you up in the middle of the night, hey, bud, I know you and your wife's in a big discussion here and there's a lot of important decisions that need to be made, but hey, amen, in this situation, you need to listen to your wife, she's right. If God ever does that to us, amen, we need to be humble. We need to be obedient to God, hallelujah, because he is our head. And if he's looking down on the family and he realizes in that certain situation, the wife's got the better idea and he whispers that in your heart and your mind and your soul, amen, hallelujah. She's got the better idea here. It's not wrong for you to submit, amen, and let her decision stand for the family. Praise God. Women are smart. Women are intelligent. Women are wise. Amen. Especially if they've been living for God for a long time. Hallelujah. They gain wisdom and knowledge and understanding just like us men folks do. And sometimes, amen, us men folks get this headstrong idea that's, you know, it's got to be the way I say it. Hallelujah. Amen. How many mistakes have we made by being so bullheaded 
amen, that we wouldn't let the wife have a say in anything. Praise God. Hallelujah. We might better open our ears and listen sometimes. Praise God. I don't know, amen, if I even need to take up this next verse of Scripture here, but I'm going to do it anyway. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 7. Praise God. And I'm not just preaching this because I'm the pastor here. Amen. Uh, I would preach this if I wasn't a pastor here because I, it's the Word of God. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 7 says, Remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, which faith follow, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. Hallelujah. Amen. So, uh, you know, in life, hallelujah, there are times that we need to remember, amen, that we might need to involve our pastor, hallelujah, amen, in our discussion, and we may need to seek a little advice from the pastor, Amen. Verse 17 says, Obey them that hath the rule over you and submit yourselves. Hallelujah. The pastor can't demand it. He can't command it. He can't make you submit. Amen. But the Bible says, Obey them that hath the rule over you and submit yourselves. For they watch for your souls as they that must give an account that they may do it with joy and not with grief for it is unprofitable unto God. Hallelujah. So again, one of the ways, amen, that men submit to Christ is submitting to a pastor, amen, and seeking his advice when his advice is needed, hallelujah, talking to him, amen, and whatever he tells you to do, just simply obey it, praise God. Uh, Hebrews 13 and verse uh, 4 says, marriage is honorable in all, and the bed undefiable, whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. A whoremonger is a sexually immoral person. Hallelujah. The Bible says, I'm holding judgment of them for myself. And whoremongers, hallelujah, and adulterers, God will judge. The Bible says the marriage, uh, amen, in the marriage contract that the bed is undefiled. Amen. Sex is not a sin unless you're having sex, amen, with someone outside of your marriage. Amen. So that needs to be avoided at all costs, right? We don't need to even entertain those thoughts. We don't even need to think about those things. Hallelujah. Amen. Marriage is honorable and the bed is undefiled. Hallelujah. God wants a man and a woman to enjoy, amen, the marriage benefits. And I'm trying not to say too much. I know there's young folks in here tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. But we have some benefits of being married. Good marriage. Hallelujah. We can reap some good benefits. Praise God. Hallelujah. And uh, we can have a good life. We can have good marriages. We can have good homes tonight. Praise God. But we've got we to gotta, we gotta see the challenge of Psalms 128 and all the blessings of God upon that marriage relationship that is described there. We need to set it as our goal. Hey, I'm going to work harder. I'm going to do better. Amen. I'm going to do the best that I can. Hallelujah. To make my relationship with my companion better. Praise God. So tonight... Amen. Thank you for coming. Thank you for listening tonight. Praise God. We did do something a little bit different tonight. Hallelujah. At least I didn't ask you to get up and confess your sins. Seriously. Hallelujah. So you got out of that tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. But, amen, we all need to do a little better, don't we? Somebody say, I do, Brother Morrell. Amen. We all could do a little better. Ain't that right? Yeah, I could, Brother Morrell. Well, I'm just trying to help you get in here with me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you for coming tonight. Thank you for listening.
Amen. God bless you. Shake hands and be friendly. You're dismissed tonight in Jesus' name. Praise God.